Hello, it's the March DCM podcast. My name is Tom Linnae, and this month on the podcast, I'm once again joined by the comic connoisseur, Michael Adji, one of the most knowledgeable people about comic books and comic book movies in the UK. Before we get into our chat, it's our regular update on what's been going on in the cinema industry. John Wick Chapter 4 has just opened in cinemas and is on track to be the biggest film in the series, which is something that Creed 3 has already achieved. Creed 3 has been in cinemas a few weeks and is already over 1 million admissions. And John Wick Chapter 4 will be at that milestone soon. We've also had Cocaine Bear in cinemas over the last month and that has crossed half a million admissions. And over the next month, we've got Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Super Mario Brothers, which is set to be one of the biggest films of the year. And there's also Nicolas Cage's Dracula in Renfield, Evil Dead Returns with the Evil Dead Rise. And it's all leading up to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on Wednesday, the 3rd of May, which we're forecasting to deliver 12, 1, 2, 12, 16 to 34 TVRs. So I'm once again joined by the comic connoisseur, Michael Adji. How are you, Michael? I am fantastic. I am brilliant. I am the comic <laughs> this is your third time on the DCM podcast, isn't it? Oh, wow. I think the third. Yeah, no, it is the third time. Just for those of you who don't know, Michael is one of the most knowledgeable people about comic books in the UK. Yeah, let's put it out there, yes. And you I are am. called the Comic Connoisseur? Yes. How many comics do you own now? I have a collection of 57,000 comics and counting. And what's your favourite one? Oh, it would be The Legend of Adam Bashir, Blue Marvel. Okay. Don't know anything That's about a, that one. It's a Marvel comic. Uh, it's a six uh, miniseries. But it's very good. Basically, it's, it's the origin story of Blue Marvel and who he is, how he become who he Are is. Are we going to see Blue Marvel on the big screen? I hope so. Okay. So, obviously, interest and knowledge in comic books, particularly superhero comic books, is as high as it's ever been. Mm. Do you still get the same thrill out of them? Yes. Yes, I do. I actually do, because uh, even watching the trailers, that hype, that excitement, the thrill comes, ah, oh, it's exhilarating. It's the only time the, the calm down is from after I've watched the film. Okay. Yeah. Looking at the films of the la last year or so, which have been your favourite? Okay. It has to be Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, then Captain America, Civil War, Black Panther, the Batman... So the Batman that came out last year? Yes. Yeah, how many times did you see that in the cinemas? Seven. Seven. <laughs> that's three hours of film as well. That's that's almost a whole day of the Batman. Yeah, but I didn't do it the whole, all one go. I know, I, I know. Yeah, you know. Good film times. though, isn't it? I really enjoyed it. And they're starting film. shooting the sequel this year, aren't they? I can't wait. I'm looking forward to see who the villain is for that one. Is it not the Joker, Barry Keegan? Oh, no, hope not. No, because I'm played out with the Joker. We've I'm seen done. enough of the Joker. Yeah. And also there's, there's a musical coming of, of Joker later on next year and... I'm not excited for that one either. Oh, I am. Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix. I don't like musicals. I love a musical. That's why I like comics. I love but now you add musicals to comics, we've got a problem. I love a musical. <laughs> I love a musical. When they announced that that was a musical, I was like, that's a comic book film that I will definitely be going to see at the cinema. And Lady Gaga is... I mean, what's she been in? She's been in House of Gucci and The Star is Born, and I think she's been arresting in both. And also, uh, she was in The American Horror Story as well. Yeah. Yeah, that TV series... So we're going to look ahead to the comic book films we've still got to come this year. Mm. Sajam Fury of the Gods is in cinemas. Next up after that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 out on the 3rd of May, Wednesday the 3rd of May. This is the final film in the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, isn't it? Or is it? No. It's not? Okay. No, because you forget, you're forgetting, yeah? Look at the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. They showed Guardians of the Galaxy 3000. 
Now, that's something else completely different, but I reckon it's a, at the end of the trilogy for that group, but I reckon they're going to continue There's going to be on. some new ones. Yes, because they're also introducing Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock is a, a very integral character to the Guardians of the Galaxy mythos. So Adam Warlock's played by Will Porter. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression he's a villain. Is he not a villain? No. He's a goodie. He's, a, he's actually a good guy. Okay. Think of it this way. He's a newborn as Adam Warlock. He's actually been made completely. So he's designed from, by, by the MCU at the moment where it's going on. He's designed to actually destroy the Guardians of the Galaxy. But um, eventually he, he comes to his senses and realises these people are not bad. And he works with them to take on the high evolutionary. You understand? And he's a, he's a problem. And he's working for Galactus. No, he's not working for Galactus. He can go toe-to-toe with Galactus. Okay, so he's powerful. Because yeah. we saw Galactus in, I think, one of the original Fantastic Four films, didn't we? That puff of smoke. Yeah, that was bad, wasn't mm, it? Yeah. But that was before the MCU got involved. Yeah, thank you. But anyway, so <laughs> this is quite interesting as well because it's directed by James Gunn. It's yeah. the third Guardians Galaxy film mm-hmm. he's directed. I think the first two are good. Yeah. And then after this, he's going off to direct and marshal the entire DC Extended Universe, isn't he? I cannot wait. Is that something you're happy about? I cannot wait. It's good. Like, some people don't like change, and then I, I'm, a, I'm actually looking forward to this. I really love the change. I really like what's going on, what's happening. Reasons being, only because there needed to be some direction. That DC Extended yeah. Universe has, has lacked that, hasn't it? And yeah. It, like, the, the way that... The Marvel Cinematic Universe has been marshaled expertly by Kevin Feige, who mm-hmm. produces all the films. DC hasn't seemed to have that. And now James Gunn, I think, is a good choice for that. Yeah. I'm only worried. The only thing I'm worried about is that I'm a DC fanboy. Yeah. So you're more DC than Marvel. Yes. And I like DC because it's it's got real rich richness in the characters, the history and stuff like that. And also it's dark. Yes, there's good guys and there's bad guys, but there's that, that darkness behind it all. And when I look at Marvel, it's like, oh yeah, we're like Burlington United Colors, and powerful and it's commercial and it's nice, it's cool, it's neat. Okay, cool. Yeah, move that aside. Give me some. You want the yeah. you want the the depth and the mm, texture. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we've got to look forward to. Yeah. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the first two were very big. This one, I think, if you like the first two, you're probably gonna like this one, aren't you? I'm looking forward to the soundtrack. I'm looking forward to see what this film was about. We're going to see the origin of Rocket Raccoon here, and we're going to see his love interest now. There's an otter. Yes. Yeah, Lady Layla, the otter. So that'd be quite funny as yeah. well, wouldn't it? it? I don't want it to be comedic. I want I want this to be taken quite seriously now because Rocket's background is quite traumatic. Tragic, isn't it? Yeah, because the high evolutionary, he, if you guys see in the trailer now, we see other Earth, counter Earth, basically, that's what it's called. And this is where he gets to experiment on humanoid versions of animals. So think of it this way, Rocket Raccoon was technically a prototype. Mm-hmm. And so the otter is another prototype. Yep. And you see humanoid versions of these animals. So think of it how it's going to go from there. The high evolutionary year is a problem. Hence why the balance now of Adam Warlock being involved is there to help out. And we're going to find out on Wednesday the 3rd of May. And we're forecasting it to be one of the biggest films of the year. Mm. Uh, in terms of 1634 TVRs, you'll get double digit numbers for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The next up on the 2nd of June is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Michael's face has just lit up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a kid at Christmas. Miles Morales is back on our screens once again. And people have become much more familiar with Miles Morales since Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse because he's had his own PS5 game Mm -hmm. and PS4 game, Mm -hmm. which was very good. Yeah, He's played by Shameek Moore. Mm -hmm. And 
Oscar Isaac's in this one, along with Heidi Steinfeld, yeah. Jake Johnson, mm-hmm. Issa Rae. Who else? Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he plays Hobie Brown, Spider-Punk. Okay. Now, we've got Spider-Punk, we've got Spider-Woman, played by Issa Rae, and also we've got Oscar Isaac, that plays Girl O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. So we've got three new characters, three new main characters. Added and to they're the all trope. good yeah. character goodies. They're all good guys, yeah. I know I hate to talk about it in terms of good guys and bad guys, because, you know, the lines are blurred sometimes. But I'm a very simple man, mm. and I think of Spider-Man as a good guy. Yeah, but... You forgetting this is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One. Yes. Well, the next one, Spider Man Beyond the Spider Verse, is March twenty twenty four, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. But think of it this way: the villain for this year is the Spot. Now his name is Jason. No, not Jason. Sorry, Jonathan Hahn, played by Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's why I got confused now. But um, I've got you. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm glad you got my back. And the Spot is a basically a scientist that does a experiment of basically interdimensional travel and stuff. And a freak accident happens where he becomes the interdimensional portal and can control interdimensional portals to travel everywhere possible. And what we see now, Oscar Isaac's character has beef with Miles Morales because he feels like he's the cause of the problem or the issue at hand. But it's not. It's a spot. This is my fear of fact and fear of the way. You heard it here first on DCM. And the first one, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse one of the most inventive an- animated films of all time one of the most beloved Empire Magazine recently voted it the greatest animated film of all time I'm not surprised it won two Oscars I think yeah. people genuinely love that film don't they I have watched that film regularly Isn't how many times do you think you've watched it it's over 200 no way 200 yeah I could tell you this now yeah hand on the heart I will play it on a monthly basis it will, will get played I've seen it three times three times yeah I liked it me and you can't talk after this I thought three was quite good no, three's alright Freeze all right. But anyway, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It's in cinemas on the 2nd of June. Don't think of it as an animated film. Think of it as a 1634 comic book blockbuster. That's what the film on today shows from the first one. This one is going to be one of the biggest films of the summer. Took the words right out of my mouth. Next up on the 16th of June is The Flash. Now, anyone who listened to you on this podcast before, Michael is punching the air right now. Anyone who's listened to you on this podcast before will know that Barry Allen or The Flash. Actually, it's the other iteration of The Flash is your favourite comic book character. The Flash is my all-time favourite superhero. Uh, I've got a a lot of his collections dating back from 1985 to present time now, yeah? Now, it's Wally West that's my favourite The Flash. Yeah, yeah. Wally West. Yeah. Is Wally West going to appear in this film? No. Okay. What I like about this film, if you've read Flashpoint, this will make more sense to you guys from watching the trailers. Now, we know that Barry Allen travels back to uh, undo what is done to him because hence the title Flashpoints. There's a defining point in our times that make us or define us to who we are today. What I like about this, he travels back in time to prevent his mom's death. And when he prevents his mom's death now... Has a knock-on effect. A huge knock-on effect. See this way, yeah. In the comics now, instead of Bruce Wayne witnessing his parents as dying, his parents witness Bruce Wayne dying. So his dad becomes Batman and his mum becomes a Joker from, from, from the loss of her That's son. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild, yeah. So this one here now, instead of us having Thomas Wayne in the comics, we have Michael Keaton, the OG. And Michael Keaton as Batman. When I saw that in the trailer, mm. I genuinely got a slight chill. I remember going to cinema on opening night to see the Bat- to see Batman 1989 was mm-hmm. it it was a 12 the first ever 12 okay. certificate and I was only 10 so I had to I put on a shirt and some smart shoes and I slicked my hair back and they let me in wow and I, honestly one of my formative cinema experiences seeing seeing Batman but we're going further on that as well because we see um, like think of it this way in the comics 
we know Superman's origin story. He Krypton's destroyed and he crash lands in Smallville and the Kents pick him up. In the actual Flashpoint storyline now, sorry, I'm not gonna try to digress too long, guys. I do I do apologize. In the comics now, in the Flashpoint storyline, Clark Kent crash lands in Metropolis and the government take him and experiment on him. But in this one here, we we get Kara Zero, aka Supergirl or Superwoman, that gets experimented on by the government. And she's the one that crash lands on, crash lands here. But also, there's no superheroes whatsoever, which is interesting. And what I like about this as well, even further, we get the Kryptonians taking over. But in the comics, it was their war between Atlantis and the Amazons fighting each other. Because, Aquaman and yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, because they were having an affair with each other where Mera got saw what happened and Wonder Woman defending herself and being Wonder Woman beheaded her. Is Mera Nicole Kidman? No. Amber Heard. Amber Heard, yeah. Amber Heard, yep, I remember. Beheads Emera and for sheer banter, you, you know what? I've beheaded your wife. And not only that, she's your queen. I win her crown. You can imagine uproar and big world war here. But in the movie now, we're seeing the Kryptonians versus basically the humans and how they can actually save the earth from this happening. But what I like about this as well, the main villain is not actually General Zod. It's actually the younger version of Barry Allen that we see. So that's why they're in the trailer there's two Ezra Millers. Yeah. Okay, this is interesting. But anyway, I think the trailer's good, but I am so ready to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. That's basically what sells this film to me. To be honest with you, I was not interested about Flashpoint when I first heard about it. But when I saw Michael Keaton there in the trailer... And he goes, I'm Batman. Not even that. I just saw the cave and everything. And he, he just comes... And when he came out, he just walked out. Before he said, I'm Batman, I'm really just like... Yeah, it's The Flash. It's in cinemas on 16th of June. Then we're taking a slight detour. These are... Maybe, I don't know if you'd call them superheroes, but we've got a brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film on the 4th of August. Mm. It's called Mutant Mayhem. Yes. We don't know too much about it, except that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are producing. Mm. And they have a good track record with, I think, with a lot of films, with comedy films, mm. with comic book, comic book TV shows as mm. well. They're involved in The Boys, aren't they? And yeah. Preacher. Mm. Are you excited for this one? I am. It's an animated film, which I'm excited about. And what I'm looking forward to, it's Mutant Mayhem. What I like about this now, we're dealing with mutants now. And forget Bebop or Rocksteady. Yawn. We've seen them so many times. We have seen them a lot. Yeah. Here now, we're going to deal with some proper ter- uh, like villains. Now, I reckon we've got Slash, which is basically like a giant terrapin. He's like a, a very horrific version of the turtles. We have Bludgeoned. He's basically a hammerhead shark. We also have Koya, which is uh, some kind of um, sparrow. Not the most fearsome bird, a sparrow, is it? Well, if you see a muted version of okay. it... Well, well, I, will, I will dial back the... Yeah. And also, we see Leatherhead. He's a crocodile. Leatherhead's the intelligent one. We've got Slash, which is basically like Raphael. So, Leatherhead's like Donatello. Slash is like Raphael. Bludgeon is like Leonardo. And Koya is the Michelangelo, Michelangelo version. So, they all meet their match, basically. Yes. And that's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem in cinemas on 4th of August, right slap bang in the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. It's an animated film as well. And then two weeks after that is one that I know you're very excited about. It's And I don't know too much about it. It's in the DC Extended Universe. It's Blue Beetle, spelt B-E-E-T-L-E. It's not Sad Ringo Starr. This is directed by Angel Manuel Soto, and it's about a Mexican teenager who finds an alien beetle that gives him super-powered armour. What more can you tell us? Basically, there's a history of Blue Beetle. He's been going on since 1940 in Charlton Comics. And what I like about this is that we're talking about Jamie Reyes, 
the Blue Beetle. Now, with Jamie Reyes now, in comparison to um, Dan Garrett and also Ted Cord, is that they, they, those are rich guys are playing superhero. Like Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark, but Jamie Reyes is different. Yes. See, as the best way I could describe it to you guys is a technological organism actually connects with his back, his spinal cord area, and takes over him as a host. But see, as Iron Man meets Venom, it's not as l- fluid as Venom, but it's technological like Iron Man. Yep. And, what I and like so he it, can fly. He can fly. He can shoot out projectiles. He's even got AI. The, the suit's actually talking to him as well. Like Jarvis. Yeah. What I like about this uh, is very cutthroat. This guy here, the suit goes, okay, cool, to eliminate this person, you aim for his head and, pro- and you use the propulsion cannons. No, I don't want to kill the guy. <sighs> Okay, so we just use the concussion grenades instead. So there's going to be that sort of back and forth yeah. between the AI and him. Yeah. Do we know who's playing the AI? No, I don't know who's going to be playing the AI. But playing Jamie Reyes is one of the actors from Cobra Kai. Yes. Jolo Maradueña. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled X-O-L-O, which I I'm a, I may be mangling the pronunciation, but I think it's Jolo. Okay. Uh, but people will know him from Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Yeah. He also stars Susan Sarandon, who plays... Victoria Cord, mm-hmm. who's Ted Cord's sister, am yeah. I right? She's a new character that's been introduced into the DC universe. So they've brought her into the comics yeah. because to make the film make sense, is that yes. right? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I like that correlation there as well. So there's no really history, background history. I just know that she's part of the uh, part owner of Cord Industries. So she'd be basically the, the rich person funding Jamie Reyes or supporting him in his what needs to be done as Blue Beetle. But you're excited for Blue Beetle. I'm excited. This this hair is promising because this is like a revamp now. This is something new. This is something promising here. Okay. And this is that like origin story of a new character that most people are not aware of. But what I like about this character is that he's been introduced to uh, to the young audience for for years now. He's yeah, almost almost over a decade. Okay. Yeah. So it's Blue Beetle. It's in cinemas on 18th of August. Then you got to wait a couple of months because on the 6th of October. October is another new character that I'm not that familiar with called Craven the Hunter. Yes. Sergei Kravinov, mm-hmm. who is on a mission to prove he is the greatest hunter in the world. Yeah. He's played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. So Craven the Hunter, he's part of Spider-Man's Rose Gallery. He's a very vicious villain. So are they going to make him into like an anti-hero like Venom? Yeah, they're making most of the heroes into anti-heroes okay. at the moment. Craven the Hunter is up against Calypso and she's some kind of um, like priestess, witch, doctor, voodoo magic, and she's a problem. She's going to be a problem. And she's played by Ariana DeBose. Yes. Who, Oscar winner for West Side Story. Mm-hmm. The cast on this one is good, actually, because Russell Crowe's in it as well. Yeah, he plays um, um, Craven the Hunter's dad. And Christopher Abbott's in it as well. And it's directed by a filmmaker called J.C. Chandor, who mm-hmm. has made films that I've really liked in the past, like Margin Call yeah. and A Most Violent Year. But anyway, so Craven the Hunter has no special powers he's just a badass hunter he's the most brilliant hunter you can ever he's like he's world class hunter hunting superheroes now. yeah superheroes and supervillains that, that to me sounds quite exciting quite an interesting it little is. spin on this it I, is a nice spin and also what's interesting as well Calypso she's a villain in it but think of it this way she's also his love interest okay so it's Craven the Hunter it's in cinemas on 6th of October mm. in November we've got The Marvels which is a sequel to Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's directed by a young filmmaker called Nia DaCosta, yes. who directed Candyman. Mm-hmm. Did you like Candyman? 
I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. She's a very talented filmmaker. Yeah. And it stars Brie Larson, who you will have seen as Carol Danvers in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and Iman Vellani, who plays Ms. Marvel on mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus, and Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury. Yeah. So that in itself is quite big, isn't it? Yeah. What I like about it as well, because this will be introducing Photon. We will be seeing her, you know, this time with her powers and abilities. Uh, so it'd be quite interesting that all three women, all three powerful women in their own right, doing their thing. So who plays Photon? Tayana Paris plays Photon, yeah? What I'm interested in seeing is when we get to watch her in action, fully understanding her powers and her scope of her abilities in the Marvels, we'll get to see them, all three powerful women, up against the Kree. And so the Kree we saw in Captain Marvel, didn't we? Yes. They were the baddies. Yes. Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law's character. Uh, he was a Kree, part of the Kree as well. What I like about this now, because figure it this way, just because Endgame's hap- uh, ended and stuff like that, and what problems on Earth? No one's thinking about what's happening in space. There's also the Kree Scroll War that's been ongoing, and that's going to be connected to Secret Wars as well. So it's going to be very interesting how we're going to see this turnout of events, what's going on with the Scroll, with the Kree, with uh, Captain Marvel, with Miss Marvel, and um, with Photon. Because as you saw at the end of Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers teleported into a room, and Kamala Khan disappeared. You know, in Phase 5, it's happening now. There's a mix between all the different realms and dimensions all happening now because of technically what Kang's doing. So what I found is interesting now, I think that's kind of been a side effect towards their powers. So as as the outcome now, every time they activate their powers and abilities, they switch places. Okay. Yeah, but they're up against a villain called uh, Ayel Den. Ariel Dan or something like that. Played by Zoe Ashton. Yeah, and she basically is a, a Kree general an emperor where the crew follow her and understand her and she talks to the high evolution not the high evolutionary the supreme intelligence which is that is is basically a mixture of different of all this the high high intelligent brains in the Cree world and that's who she communicates with who talk who she talks to to actually continue this war and deal with the marvels but she's she's promising she's a threat she's a good she's a good opponent for the marvels It'd be interesting to see how this film comes. I'm excited to see Photon in action, live action, because we've seen it in the films and everything like that. So I want to see her powers, because her powers, the best way for me to describe her powers is this. She's got acts, she taps into this, uh, to the, um, to the spectral energy, to the spectral realm. So for her to understand how that powers work, she taps into it. When she understands that, she can do it. So if she's trying to fight Bruce Banner, the Hulk, for example, and she understands it's gamma radiation, she can absorb gamma radiation away from Bruce Banner and make him back to um, to regular size and swat him like he's nothing. Oh, wow. So yeah. powerful. She is real powerful. And we'll get to see her in the Marvels in mm-hmm. November. Yes. Then on Boxing Day at the moment, it's dated, is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, directed by James Wan. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Aquaman is still worldwide the biggest DC Comics film. Currently, yeah. Yeah, $1.1 billion worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Directed by James Wan, who has Mm -hmm. directed the Fast and Furious franchise to a $1.5 billion film as well. Yeah. You know, he makes commercially successful films. Jason Momoa returns as Aquaman. Will he put a top on? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Because I'm not taking a date there if I had to. (laughs) Uh, But all jokes aside now, what what I like about this now is that Black Manta is back. Yaya Abdul-Mateen. 
what I like about this is also because they're not doing the typical thing. Oh, I want to get revenge and just defeat the the and get you for what you did to my dad. He gets possessed by an ancient um, uh, Atlantic a ghost or phenomenon, and he steals um, Aquaman's child. So Aquaman and Mera have a child. So they have a prince, for example, basically Aqualad. And he, is that what he's called Aqualad? Well, is that the, what you call him? I, well, that's what he's in the comics. He's known as Aqualad in a way. But okay. It, I, I'm digressing there. Basically, Black Manta steals his son so he can access his blood, use his blood to access the Lost Kingdom, basically. And so it's a whole, it's a whole basically, it's basically a chase of trying to rescue his son back and also preventing um, Black Manta from actually opening the realm of the Lost Kingdom because it's lost for a particular reason. And that's on Boxing Day. Yes. And we'll just talk about a couple of films that are out in early 2024. Okay. Because one of these may end up moving to 2023, so mm-hmm. you never know. El Muerto oh. on the 12th of January. Now, this one's quite interesting. I don't know much about this character. He's a wrestler, isn't he, who gains superpowers through a mystical mask. But he's played by Bad Bunny, who was the most streamed artist on Spotify last year. Yeah. I'm glad he's called Bad Bunny, because he best be... Good. He was quite good in Bullet Train, though, wasn't he? Yeah, but how long was he in Bullet Train for? Yeah, not long. Exactly. But it's also, interestingly, directed by Jonas Cuaron, whose father is Alfonso Cuaron, who's one of the world's great filmmakers. He directed Gravity and Children of Men and Roma. El Moto, if I correct me if I'm wrong, he's a Spider-Man villain. Yes, he is. Yeah. Sony, why? Because, actually, come to think about it, I can only remember him in three comics. Three... So his history is very small in comparison to the rest of Spider-Man's Rose Gallery. So they're kind of on a blank page here. It's El Muerto. It's currently in cinemas on 12th of January 2024. And then a month after that, the final film we'll talk about is Madame Web. Madame Web. Which is another spin-off from Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man has a huge universe. People don't understand. There's characters made up regularly for this guy. Good cast in this one, though. Dakota Johnson plays Madame Web. Sydney Sweeney's in it. Isabella Merced, who I've thought was always good when I saw her. She was in Dora the Explorer mm. and Adam Scott. Anyway, okay. Madam Webb, you like this one, don't you? I'm looking forward to it because, okay, Dakota Johnson's character, she's playing Julia Carpenter, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. So she's going to be the, the new Madam Webb. The original Madam Webb is called Charlotte Webb and she's a mutant. Charlotte Webb, like the book. Yeah, I know. It's not really creative in terms of the name, but yeah. She's a mutant, precog telepathy with te- uh, telekinesis and clairvoyance. But she has all these type of abilities and powers and everything. She dies. So she passes on the mantle to um, Dakota Johnson's character, Julia Carpenter. Fun fact, Julia Carpenter is a character that was evolved in the first Secret Wars back in 1985 um, in the Marvel comics. And she's, a, she's actually a cool Spider-Woman. She has similar things to um, the first Spider-Woman, which is basically um, raw coiling, super strength, and um, pheromones. And she also has a Venom Blast as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's Madam Web. Yeah. Cinema's February 2024. It could move forward. It could move back. Who knows? So that's basically every comic book film for the next year that we've spoken about. Yeah. You're a big anime fan as well, aren't you? Why do you think anime's popularity in the UK is surging? Because there's there's a long long lineage of story. There's so many different types of anime to go and read and watch, and it's very impactful. So, what are your favorite anime films? Okay, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. 
has been a, a very favorite of mine because it's um, a prequel to a, a series of a particular of a character introducing characters that way. That was popular in cinemas as well. Yeah, that was popular in cinema. I enjoyed Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly. I enjoyed that. Dragon Ball Super Broly was very entertaining. The the animation, the art style. Oh my gosh, I lost my mind. And all the um, My Hero Academia uh, movies that's come out at Sunfire in cinema, I've enjoyed them all. I've enjoyed them all because it's not often that you get to go to cinema to watch an anime movie because it's like a very few and far between. Maybe that will change very soon. Well, I think we're getting more and more. We are. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong, we had the Demon Slayer one that came yep. out. Even the Mugen Train one that, I, that came out for Demon Slayer, that was brilliant that was wicked and we've got a demon slayer that's been in cinemas very recently yeah what other films are you looking forward to this year what about ghostbusters the sequel that's coming at christmas are you ghostbusters looking forward to that afterlife take my money now and you'd be into that one now yeah because i remember me as a child yeah are you a god no then Die. That's funny. <laughs> that had me or oh, even when the boss man came out yeah i love that oh that that was that's my childhood there thinking about it now it's just it just got me i love that i love ghostbusters so we've got ghostbusters at christmas this year what about barbie i'll give that a try yeah i'm definitely up for barbie i'm, I'm gonna give that a try i'm gonna go i'm gonna go in cinema wearing my pink tracksuit what about mission impossible dead reckoning part one oh oh did you see there was a uh, a thing released on youtube of him doing a stunt yeah madness i wait to myself okay I saw that. I, that's why I said. I said I'm not watching the trailers. I'm gonna watch this. I don't. Know, I don't want to know nothing about what's what's going on. I've seen all the other ones beforehand. Yeah. And I thought to myself, okay, cool, great. This is fantastic. I'm giving this trailer a miss. I'm gonna watch the film. Yeah, definitely. That's Anne Cinemas in July. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Well, thanks for joining me, Michael. No, thanks for inviting me. It's, 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 this has become almost your, like your annual appearance on the DCM podcast. Yeah, so actually, it has been. Yeah. To see you in 2024. Oh, that long? Can you, can you give me six more months <laughs> or three months? We'll see what we can do. Oh, you no, know, how about this? Hire me to be the comic book guy for you guys, and then I'll see you all the time at work. Uh, my people will talk to your people. Wow. Okay, cool. And On I'll that be- note. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be back next month with a brand new guest. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.